Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Jerron. This is Isabella, and joining us for this episode is Jamie Mariscal, previous graphic design intern with Pivot Business Consulting and a student at Valencia College. Also with us this evening is Carlos Morales, who graduated from Valencia College with a degree in video production and was a previous video production intern. Also coming up this episode of Intern Whisperer Live, we're going to talk about some great leaders, entrepreneurship, and the coolest innovation in your industry. So let's give some social love to our all of our channels so people know how to find us. We have a Facebook page that is for Pivot Biz Consult and, and also a Facebook page for Intern Pursuit. We have our game Facebook page on people can find us on Intern Pursuit Game there. And then on Twitter, it's at Pivot Biz Consult, at Intern Pursuit, and at Intern P Game. On our LinkedIn page, you can find us as Pivot Business Consulting. You can listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and search for Intern Pursuit. And then you can also watch us live on Facebook. But first, let's talk about our first sponsor, Starter Studio, an accelerator and co-working area located in downtown Orlando. A cool co-working sp space to 100-plus companies working in areas of technology and supportive businesses. A healthy startup community doesn't exist in a bubble, and Starter Studio is working to connect startups to a broader entrepreneurial ecosystem that will help them grow. You can find them at starterstudio.org. Thank you, Starter Studio, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. Music, 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 music. Technology. Our intern spotlight with Carlos Morales. So, Carlos is a Valencia College video production graduate, and he has a BS undergrad degree in mass communications and journalism. He was a previous intern with Pivot Business Consulting. And so, Carlos, I would like to find out more about you, and I know our listeners will, but first, let's make sure we do everything in the proper order. Why don't you give a shout out to your wife and your children? <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, thank you guys for having me today. Um, yes, I would like to say uh, hi to my wife. Uh, she's at home with the two kids that I love so much. Uh, great inspiration. And those are the two uh, motors that run my life at this moment. Mm -hmm. Yep, I know. And I know how proud you are of your daughters also. And you always would speak so highly of your wife also. I don't want to say <laughs> always, you know, or like leaving her out. It's important. She's the one that's going to be with you when those girls are grown. I Definitely. know they're going to yeah. live in a convent. I, I know you've told me that, but <laughs> nonetheless, okay. You still have your wife there. So you went to college in Columbia. Yes, and that's you correct. said the name, and there's no way I would slaughter it. So <laughs> say it slowly for us gringos that do not know how to speak. <laughs> yeah, I can roll my tongue a little bit. Uh, uh, yes, the, the place is called uh, it's a univers uh, the Universidad Autónoma de Occidente, which is located in, in Cali, Colombia, South America, of course. And yes, I did uh, my five years over there in mass communications and journalism. Uh, it was a great experience. And that's why I got my uh, other career here, 
in order to be connected to something that I already learned. And I think they go together pretty well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think pairing <laughs> video production with mass communication, that's just so important. And then when you have the journalism, that's that's really awesome. And just as a little FYI to our listeners, he actually helped me to spell Columbia correctly. So <laughs> I did not spell it. And here I am, the English major, but, you know, <laughs> challenging at times. So anyway, the um, other thing that I would like to highlight that I think is amazing about you is that you have a real depth of knowledge you understand on the the broadcasting side since we're even doing this. So feel free to give a, a like a nice Good. little shout-out on what your background is. I know that people will be listening to us, and I never know what could happen. I know you were just really dynamic. You solved a lot of problems for us. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. It's a great experience that I, you know, has been, you know, running through my life in uh, different fields. I have also uh, beautiful opportunities. Uh, one of the things happened, you know, Back in some years in Colombia, when I was doing my internship in mass communication and journalism, uh, I was looking for to do something more with uh, with the media. But I went more to the area of the um, um, uh, communications area inside the company. Mm-hmm. So I worked for like um, environmental um, department, which was uh, that belongs to the government in my <coughs> in my city. And it was beautiful experience because uh, they gave me like a kind of uh, a lot of responsibilities, and it was because that company was more uh, concentrated in health environment with with farmers, so in the rural areas. So they did a lot of beautiful projects like recycling and stuff like that. So they used to write a lot of information and send to the to us, basically at the moment. So. I have basically to edit it all the part because, you know, they have some little problems that I need to correct in order to put in a magazine. So I had to, you know, create with the design of the magazine and give it like another face of that. And also we use the pictures in order to put in the magazine. So it was more like a in the graphics area than, you know, more video like my more like area like video live or stuff like that. But then when I jumped here to move to the U.S., when I decided I was living a few years here, um, I know that my parents want to, you know, continue my education. And I had the curiosity, but I, I never, you know, saw myself in, again, a school. But at the same time, I say how different can be. So I was kind of lost because they, you know, different names and different years no that you do two years here you do over there you go straight you want to go to university i mean not everyone can go because mm-hmm. first you had to funds and second you had to have you know uh, a good score yeah. because they have like um, a state exam that you need to score pretty well otherwise they're going to start taking the highest score first and then you're going to be a last so it's it's kind of difficult especially for the career that i was looking for at that time but i had the opportunity to do it anyways I know that I wanna, be, I wanna, you know, I like, I'm like a family person, as you know, Isabella. Yeah. You, you know, a lot of that, of that. But yes, yeah, so I want to, for my parents also to be proud of me, and because they were, they're living in my country and living abroad. So I wanna for them to be proud. So I decide to go again to, go another, you know, uh, career. In this case, was a, um, a digital technology program. And my major, as you said before, is in uh, um, 
video production and motion graphics. And I love it. I love it. You know it. what? I had read a statistic. Um, I can't remember. I think it was HubSpot. And it said that 80% of the content that's going to be going out on social channels will be video yep. next year. And that just means that there's so much opportunity out there. And, of course, people have their cell phones, so they can take videos, but it, they may not be very good at it. I know, you know, I'm challenged. <laughs> but nonetheless, it is really important to be able to have people that I think are educated in this, in this type of a career path and that have really high editing skills. And I know that was one of the things that I appreciated about you. But there's also another side that people don't know is that you did animated videos and you created the animated videos that are part of the training library for people that come in and work with me now. And so now that made it so much easier for me because now I could send those videos out and they went right along with it, and it reduced some of the time that I had to do with training. So you can do recorded videos, you can do animated videos, and then I'm going to throw in, I know you know how to do drones, <laughs> too. Just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that part as, as well, because sometimes when I see something pretty cool that you can implement to your uh, different kind of stuff that you can do is, is great. Um, you know, I know that people, every time that they see an image from the above, they they say it always so pretty. That's cool. That's awesome. Of course, you need to go beyond that because I can see a lot of things that, I mean, if you see today, these days, when I love to see news. And when you're watching news, they're using it constantly right now, drones. Yeah. And that's, that's it's helpful. It's help, very helpful because it gives you, you know, like a more wide image while they're talking and very perspective. Uh, it can be a place. It can be a, a lot of people, it can be, you know, different angles that you can use. Mm -hmm. It's not just on the horizon level right. as, as it's, it's been before. With a handheld, a person doing it, something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. so, yeah, I love that. And I love to combine a lot of stuff right now. I haven't mentioned because we haven't talked in a while. You've been busy. I've been busy as well, of course, doing some stuff at home. But, but I'm also, you know, incrementing also my equipment. Now I have like mm -hmm. a kind of GoPro that... Oh, it's just you? to give in a different angles. I have a, a Canon 80D as well. And, you know, I'm trying to build my, my equipment Your a little equipment, bit better. Yeah. Yes, because I want to use different angles or all the stuff. I'm planning also, I, was, I wasn't planning to tell you, but I'm working with a person right now. I mean, we haven't connected days, but I'm planning to do like a kind of movie teaser. But I'm in the process of that. Let's see what happens. Let's yeah. see how it's going to come out. Yeah, that's exciting. So congratulations <laughs> on that. I'm Thank really you. happy to hear that. One of the um, other things when you were you were just talking about um, the the things that you had learned back in Columbia, um, you, you and I are not traditional age students, and this is one of the things that I have seen. Most students that come and do an internship are traditional age. They'll be like anywhere from like 20, 21, mm -hmm. 22. So I've been really fortunate to work with individuals that are outside of that. And that was really interesting. When you and I first met, you were going to do an internship. We won't say where, but it was someplace else. And you and I had interviewed, and you went down there, and it, didn't, it wasn't what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. you, you came back and you said, hey, can I come back here and do your internship with me? I was really honored. It was, really, it was touching for me, so I appreciated the fact that you came back. That was an honor. Mm, well, and I hope that you feel like you got really some um, definitely great great yep. experience out of there. So, 
we're doing this PR campaign, which I know you'll relate to. Um, it's called What I Learned. So what did you learn in your internship, given that you're not a traditional age, you were able to draw on, you have a previous degree, you have experience, you've been doing things, and you have life skills that traditional age students didn't have. How did this actually, what did you learn? You know, um, in Colombia, I have also the experience to have a, an internship. Mm -hmm. But of course, back at that time, I was a, you know, a bit younger than today. But it was a different experience. Uh, it doesn't matter the language or the customs. It's, it's people. And, mm -hmm. you know, people, you get mad, you get mad, you get upset, you get upset, whatever. You're happy, you're happy. So we're humans. But <clears throat> the experience was a little bit different. And in this case, I can tell you because I heard from other people with experiences as well. And like I said uh, a moment ago, that it was an honor because I learned a lot of stuff with you, stuff like, you know, knowing a lot of people, working on the deadlines, but it was grateful because you had the right way to say stuff. Sometimes you can be offended in some ways, sometimes you can be frustrated, but in this case, no, because you use the, I don't know, but you know how to use it, the right elements or the right um, I'm not going to say commands because I'm not up ahead, but the right um, words or the right ideas to communicate with others when you need something. If you need it in a rush, you had the oh, okay. right way to do it. No, yeah, because sometimes, and, and some moment I say, oh, my God. But at the same time, I understand that you are under pressure, and that is part of the job. Mm -hmm. And in another environment, in another situation, I can be more stressful or with people more rude, saying you know, what they, whatever they need in a different way, a more tougher stuff, a more tougher ways, which I'm pretty sure. So you're sure saying it was like tough love? Kind of. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was a great experience. So it's something that I learned that you were, you, the other thing that I really appreciate that, that you're open to, you know, for ideas. Oh, and you thank always you. respect and you always appreciate those ideas. And that's why I feel so content. I say, okay. But, uh, you know, that idea came to me, but I'm not quite sure it's going to work. But when you say yes and when I start thinking about it, it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Because why? Because I was feeling comfortable working mm -hmm. with you. And I know the, what you're looking for. Mm. And I don't know, but I feel like connected with you working at the moment. Uh, something that it was pretty Yep, Good. and so I'm looking forward to having an opportunity to work with you. I'm just going to give a little shout-out. We're going to be doing a, uh, a TEDx event that's going to be coming up in April. So, yay, I get to work with Ooh. you again. <laughs> that will be awesome. That's going to be exciting, yeah. So how is going to school here in the U.S. different from going to school in Colombia? Because this is something I always like to ask the international students. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that's, that's another rewarding um, moments that I have in my life, I have the opportunity to have, you know, part of my life over there and also going to school and also doing the same thing here. Um, in Colombia, yes, it's kind of different, like I said, um, because over there also you have, like, careers that you can do just in less year that I don't know how to translate in English, but it's like intermediate uh, uh, degrees. Yes. Maybe, or mm -hmm. technical degrees. Yeah, yeah. But, so those exist. But um, as far as I understand, I don't know now, but back in, at that time, it was no connection between those and the university. Either you go to university and you do that, or either you do the technical. That is more easy to access right. in the other university. Uh, and also exists the 
private universities and also uh, the public. Mm -hmm. I know that here, public, but over there is is a little bit more different. It's kind of flipped, is what I understood. I yes. went to the Dominican Republic, and I remember when I was in yeah there in that country, uh, public was like private school. Here is how they explained it to me, and their private school was really like public school here. And I went, okay, that just doesn't <laughs> even make sense to me. But the, the words were, like, really flipped. Yeah, no, in Colombia, private is because you have, you know, better funds to go to a better school, mm -hmm. basically. But, yes, and with the private school, you have more access to more stuff. There's some, for example, in my city, there's a public university that is, the education is really high, is very demanding, and very tough to access. So when you say it's really high, you mean it costs a lot of money to go there? No. Okay. No. What do you mean then? Um, it's, um, it's very demanding. So in order for you to uh, access, you need to have, have a very high score. Or like a GPA or yes, a test score? Yeah. You okay. have to have a very, very high score because it's just few people that they can allow to, since it's public, the funds are very limited. So it's just a few people that they can do it. But at the same time, the... The side down of that is that since it's public, sometimes is, you know, uh, some problems happen like, um, I don't know, people with uh, left ideas, they mm -hmm. create some time, so they have to close the university until they don't regulate, you know, more s uh, safety for the student, mm -hmm. they don't open again. So that's the, the, the bad part of that, being a, in a public, so you lose time. Mm. You cannot go to school, so and it happens constantly. So that's the 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 negative part of that. But being here, you know, it's more. Uh, it's at the beginning, it's kind of confusing because oh, you need to do this. You need to. Uh, uh, it's like, for example, some professions here in U.S. In Colombia, uh, people that they call in here dentists. Mm -hmm. In Colombia, they call in uh, odontology. Oh. Uh, which is a more sophisticated um, name for a professional that work in your mouth. But here, over there, dentist is a more low-class uh, oh, professional. Really? That, I mean, it's like, like a public a person see, who yeah. helps others for, for needs with their mouth. But, but I mean, the, besides that, it's, no, it's not too much different. But the, I can see here that that people is more separate, like separating the way that there's no more integrity. When mm -hmm. I say that, it's an integ integration. I'm sorry for the, if I use it wrong, but integration of the students. Over there is like more, you can see in, in cafeteria blocks of people making fun of the, what happened during the weekend. Oh, we have a pa this party. Let's so there's more segregation, it sounds like, or they're in their own little uh, groups instead of being more friendly to each other? Yeah, I can see that in Colombia, people were more uh, connected, more friendly, like almostly everyone knows each other. Here, no, here, I mean, people, okay, I gotta go, I gotta go to work. I just come straight to class, see oh, you, I bye. And uh, just few words, oh, we gotta do this project. Okay, yeah, okay, see ya, take care. That's so, it. oh, definitely you're saying then, okay, I didn't understand. Yeah, but you're saying that it's, yeah, I get it. You're saying that they're, they're better or more relational yeah. friendships yeah. when you're in school. It's more about the relationship, yeah. and people are just really busy here, and it doesn't seem yeah. as relational. Yeah, yeah because, uh, you know, social uh, and costumes, uh, 
tradition is mm -hmm. of course is uh, very different but yeah whether people is like more connected each other like whatever they need even even people that they're doing different majors you know they got there's some that have more time it's because over there is different i mean right now you know things have, have changed in colombia like for example when i used to be over there i used to when i was working you had the time at 12 or noon you go home you mm -hmm. can sleep and you can come back to work at 2 p.m. until 6. Mm. But here it's straight up. But in Colombia, they've been implementing the idea as well. Mm. So, you know, little by little. But it wasn't too much difference. It's just those couple of things. Interesting. Okay, so um, I am going to go on to a couple of other questions because i got to make sure I keep us on track here. Uh, Jerron might be going... Okay, time. get back on time. time. I'll tell yeah. you when. <laughs> yeah. So um, leaders, great leaders. We always ask this question of all of our guests. Tell me of three leaders that have really impacted your life. Some people share a faith base. Some people share family. It really, it, it's all personal. But who is a really great leader on a global level, on a local level? And local can mean to you in Colombia or it can be here. And then on a personal level, like you really know that person. Okay. <clears throat> um, yes, definitely. Uh, one, the, the international and very important person that was uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, oh, what a great leader. Yes, oh, my goodness, yes. yes. Um, his life was very tough. Mm. Uh, he was looking to, you know, he fought for his rights or for his people's mm -hmm. rights, which... I don't understand why in the first place they need to fight for some rights when they deserve it just for being human, for being in their own territory. And he has spent majority of his life in, in prison just mm -hmm. defending his people and his beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, Is there a quote? I, I'm putting you on the spot here, but um, I know quotes of, of some leaders that have really impacted mm -hmm. my life. Is there one of Nelson, Ma and it's okay if you don't have one, is there anything that Nelson Mandela has said that was, like, really powerful for no, you? No, in general, I'm pretty bad in quotes. Actually, when I built my previous website, I, I was looking for a quote just to put it to fill out space in my website, but I don't know any. So with Mandela, no, honestly, I don't want to lie. I don't just know Just the man quote. himself. Yeah, so, yeah. And the one of the things that also, also I really appreciate from, from the person is after that tough and, and terrible experience, he he was always the same person, mm -hmm. very friendly, very connected with people, and and I understand sometimes we suffer a lot in life, but others they don't have to pay because we suffer the same thing mm -hmm. by passing to others. And another <coughs> person that I admire is is in my country. He's a very young person. I think he's I don't know he's twenty six, twenty five, something like that. I don't recall exactly the age. But his name is Nairo Quintana. He's a he's a, a rider in bicycle. He competed in most tougher uh, competition in Europe, but also in, in in Colombia as well. But the most important is in Europe. He's a he's a farmer. Mm -hmm. uh, his parents are farmers too. He's a he's a very far you know city of where I live. Is is a the topography is very tough. Mm -hmm. And since young, he was just working in his, you know, you know rudimentary bicycle, uh, delivering vegetables and fruits in his little town. And at the, f at the age of 15 years, he got in a car accident. Uh, he wasn't in a car. He got, you know, hit by a car. 
And he was in coma for several days, but his father, you know, believed that he can do it. And after that, and he gave a better bicycle and he started being in, in competition until that person in, from Europe saw him over there and he saw he's going to be really good. So he had him and he is in Europe he, in his first competition in Europe in 2012, the Tour de France, he got the second place. Wow. And every time, yes, and every time that he got in interviews in Europe, you think that he's going to answer like very poorly vocabulary and he's really, really smart. And he know how to handle the media. He is really well. So I admire that person. And the third person that is the... Personal level. Yeah. Yes. Is my motor. Another motor besides my girls, but before my girls is, is my mom. Mm -hmm. She's 80. She's going to turn 84 years old. And she's still work. Mm -hmm. Since I was a little, I know my mom working in a like a kind of grocery store that she has in her garage, and she still works. She doesn't take time off, never. She's a workaholic, yeah. and she never, you barely see her cry. Mm -hmm. uh, she never complain about anything. And since you know me, uh, I have a condition that I developed here in the US, which is diabetes. And as I have some moments that I was very frustrated. Um, just complaining about myself, why I cannot do this, why this happening to me. And sometimes my mom know me because your mom can feel you. Yeah. And I say one time, why I'm complaining? Because I'm a younger person than my mom. I'm a man. I can mm -hmm. work harder. I can have all my life to do, you know, stronger. So, and since that moment, I can feel that I'm a better person, that I understand. Mm -hmm. So she was my, you know, the picture that I can follow. Yeah. I still admire my mom. That's so nice. So special, special love to your mom. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that we're going to have <coughs> to take a, uh, a little sponsor break, and then we're going to be coming over to our other guest. But um, I have a feeling he's going to have to leave a little bit early. So do you want to tell your wife and kids that you any special <laughs> mess? We normally save this for the end of the show, so it's like we're doing it now. Like any special <laughs> shout-outs to anybody? <laughs> No, um, just for uh, the people that listen to the program or no, watch the program, is uh, you know you guys need to continue watching because they bring in a lot of important information for you, especially people who wants to be involved in the mass media or media communication or graphics, whatever is the related subjects. And this is very important. I'm glad to see you, Isabel, again. Oh, it was you. a very rewarding, you know, moment today. Every time that I see you, it's rewarding. The feelings mutual. Yes, thank <laughs> I you. I know we're in each other's fan clubs. <laughs> and it was a great experience sharing uh, the moment with these guys here, uh, and Jerome, and the Jamie. Other, Jamie doing the graphic design. I know that he's working with you. You're going to learn a lot of stuff. And... And yeah, and I'm, I'm glad. And now I'm gonna see you, see my wife and my girls again. So I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> Yay! Alrighty. Well, thank you for being on the show. Not I a problem. Anytime, Miss Havala. So happy to see. Thank you. See you and hear all of the great stuff. So I'm glad you're doing some side gigs. That's awesome. Not a problem. I will let you know any update that I have soon. Well, I'll be in touch. Thank you. Well. Yep. Okay. So turning back to you, Jeron. Of course. Now let's talk about sponsor number two. BMDM Marketing Agency. BMDM is a direct marketing agency focused on helping companies reach individuals through online and offline means. Their newest product enables them to send postcards or letters to the homes of anonymous website visitors within 24 hours of their visit using a patented IP matching technology and our in-house on-demand printing. 
Thank you, BMDM Marketing Agency, for sponsoring the Intern Whisper Live. And that brings us to our intern spotlight with Jamie Mariscott, who attended Valencia College studying graphic design and previous intern with Pivot Business Consulting. How you doing, Jamie? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Pretty good myself. <laughs> so, first question. What got you into um, studying graphic design? It was a crazy story. So Those are the best stories. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not much crazy. It's more like this happened and that oh. happened. So right. um, I, started, um, I started to go to college to Valencia um, many years ago, way after I finished high school. I previously focused on um, fine arts for the first um, year and a half. And um, after that, after that year and a half, I started to realize that maybe fine arts is not for me. And um, after like failing, after like um, failing, um, well not failing, it's like didn't do well on one of my classes on that last semester of fine arts. So after we talk about that to me and my um, folks, my family, we kind of decided to go to a new route, which leads to graphic design. And after like taking the essential class, the first class you need to take, I was instantly hooked, mm. and everything else is history. So. And if you didn't do graphic design, what do you think you would do otherwise? Um, honestly, I'm not quite sure. Like, um, Oh, I think I can answer this. Yeah. I know that you like cartoons and drawings. Yes. So I think it would be something in the fine art. I'm going to guess. So it's still drawing, but it's yeah, like a like, different direction. Yeah, maybe not fine arts in general. Like, originally, like, the reason... You showed me a sketchbook of some stuff that you yes. did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, back when I was your intern, I showed you my sketchbook. Yeah. And, and also my art stuff online. Yeah. So Jerron has no idea what we're talking about. You might have to explain that along to our listeners. Yeah, so... Um, so the reason why I got into fine arts is because I was an artist like for as long as I remember, maybe since I was old enough to hold pencil. <laughs> so so long ago. <laughs> so and I've been like self taught how to do like pretty much everything I know about um art, illustration, all that good stuff, and mainly focus on digital art. So I was I'm. I learned how I learned how to like do digital arts with um, Photoshop, like programs like Photoshop and other programs like that, mm -hmm. to um, create artwork and pieces for my for a personal self, and started to like post them online um, a, f a few years now, since um, I want to say three years ago. Okay. So. And I know you're graduating soon from the program, correct? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm finishing. I finished on my portfolio. I'm probably going to get it tomorrow. Oh, but, tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to get like the full hard copy. <laughs> okay. It's a book. These are the most beautiful books that the graphic design students create. I love them, and I am so lucky. I get to go to portfolio review. They look like coffee table books. Yeah, okay. they're so pretty. They're bound, and it's the best looking art in the book. Oh my goodness! And they create super um, high-level designs, and I just love it. So I'm really hoping I get to see your. Book. Yeah, I'm really excited to show it to you. It's, it yeah. turned out really good, especially that I took some extra time to like 
we find it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Any surprises in there? Did you do something on like skateboards or games or any of those things? I want to say yes, but I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay. <laughs> so people, if they want to see your artwork, they need to. What's your website where people can find you too? Um, I do have a Deviant Arts. It's, it's not my personal name. Um, uh, Deviant Art. My account name for that is Sanoan. S a n a o n and i do have an instagram account um mm-hmm. son underscore o a n um i may i try i i gotta admit i'm not much of a social media guy sure so yeah so <laughs> i don't like i i don't like facebook i'm sorry people who use facebook <laughs> it's not my thing yeah. but i'm trying to get into um, instagram for mm-hmm. the artwork and stuff so um, if you can't find me on DeviantArt, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Super good. So I'm going to make sure at the end of the show that I get this spelled exactly right because we're going to be publishing our um, show notes so that people will know how to find yeah, our you. guests. I'll help you out on that. Yeah, we'll so. do that again. <laughs> so. And so since you're graduating soon, um, where would you like to like, – like, what would the first steps be? After graduation for you. Well, first off, I need to get a job. Sure. Yeah. But you have a job, so we don't have to say where, but he's wanting a job in his profession that he's been studying. Yes. I'm not complaining about my part-time job. I I actually really love my part-time job. (laughs) In case they're listening. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) All right. So what would the first step be for going to your profession? Uh, To go to my profession. So, well, I'm not like... Um, my dream job is to be a comic book artist. Mm-hmm. So I, I was hoping to find some some way to like immigrate to there. But if not, I'll try to find something that fits my um, skill level, my skill on graphic design and illustration. Okay. And are there any specific comics that like inspire you to like that you want to like work on yourself? Uh yes, yes. So um, one being um, Watchmen. It's mm. a comic book by. Um, Alan Moore, I believe. I, I, I I've seen the movie. I've seen yeah, the, movie. the movie's really good. Um, yeah, I know but, HBO's making a show soon, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, it's a really good, it's a really good superhero. I, I want to say it's a superhero, but it's like a blend of, it's kind of not, if that makes sense. But it's a really good story. It's weird, but it's awesome. It's dark. I yeah, it's that. dark, very really dark. <laughs> so it's a lot dark in the comic books, I think. Okay. So, and also, um, currently, uh, on a, uh, other comic, well, it's, it's a comic, it's, like a, it's a manga, it's a Japanese comic, mm-hmm. is um, a really weird one called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, my brother watches the anime. Yeah, I watched the anime. What channel can you watch this kind of stuff? Um, you can able to watch it in a Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Yeah, okay. you can watch it in Hulu. Um, I'm not sure. I think there's the dub version, the English version, you can watch if you want to. If, hmm. if you want to. For our listeners out there who are interested. Yes, yes um, you can watch a sub. I prefer the sub version because the Japanese voice actors are amazing. So, yeah, um, the the storytelling on JoJo's Bizarre Adventures is really, really, it's, it's hard to explain, really. And that's how fascinating it is. It's like, when I read it, I could see, like, what's going on. It still doesn't make any kind of sense, but at the same time, it kind of does. <laughs> so, it's... So if you anyone interested on something weird to read or watch, I recommend JoJo. So all right, cool. So and now going back to Pivot for a second. Yes. Um, what did you work on when you first started interning with Pivot? Um, 
for one, for starters, is the Cat5 websites. Yep. Yeah. It's, a, it's like the main thing we did together. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really tough because um, I was focused more on the print side of graphic design, not the website. So it's a kind of like a challenge, an interesting challenge to like tackle. Yeah. But, and you also ended up doing some animation, too, because yes. on Cat5, he created this header that is, it looks like a tree, and it ha- well, you go ahead and explain it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, for the Cat5 project, um, I um, able to do, like, animations, which is interesting because I never done any kind of animation before in my life. So it's, like, a, a weird challenge for me to take. So one of the things is a header where it's, like, a tree with, um, in the branches that has, like, the social media icons that, shaped like a, a round that resembles fruit. And in the background, um, you can see the clouds moving. And on the tree, I put a cute little squirrel that comes out and just look around and just go back in. It's like, yeah. So it's pretty cute. It's very clever. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's your idea or my idea or both ideas for that. I don't know. I think I, I think I had said to you, hey, I'd like to have a squirrel, and then you took it from there. I think, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because he made it, he made whatever I was saying. Mm -hmm. So I would like this, and so I remember the squirrel. I didn't say anything about the clouds. He brought the clouds in all by himself. So to make them move, that was really interesting. So it's it's really Uh, That's a nice touch, really. So there were some other things you worked on, though. Yes, um, I work with one of your clients. Yeah, uh, so we'll give her some shout-out. Royce Gomez, Royce Talks. Yeah, really, really nice lady. When we talk about um, our um, when we work together, she's she seems really nice. Yeah. yeah. And what did you do for her? So we um, we were able to like, create a logo for her um, talk show, I believe. Right. Uh, Royce talks. Yeah, it's a. It's, and it was totally rebranded. Yes. So, so um, I had no idea how to tackle it, but um, we talked about me and Royce talk about what she'll look like. And from there, I just put some things together on the sketch. And when I showed it to her, she likes wanted them. So I went to my computer, work on um, Adobe Illustrator, and I worked from there. So the interesting part about that is she, we didn't agree on the font for the logo. So I decided to just handwrite the, the um, words on the logos and put... The, the icon, the little um, triangle guy next to the to the words, and send it her way. And when we talk, and when she talked to me again about the whole logo, she, and I talk about um, which which font you want to use, she says she really really likes the handwriting, uh, the handwriting that, that I did. custom handwriting. Yes, you did. yeah. So I don't want to like um, over. I don't know how to describe it. Like I don't. I just to make sure. I asked her if there's any font that she had her eye on so we can replicate that. And we did find a a font, but she prefers my handwriting. Yeah, um, it's really nice. And people can find that on the Cat5 Studios website also, cat5studios.com if you're looking for it. But I'm pretty sure it should be somewhere on your own website. Think. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. If not, make sure it gets I'll, there. I'll call. I'll call my manager. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you'll need to do that. Yeah. All right. And what did you learn during your internship that has prepared you for moving into a career in graphic design? Oh, many things. Like, um, I learned like how to like um, 
work with um, other other people and other projects. So for um, for the Cat Five, I believe I work with somebody else. Um, his name is Anthony, right? Yep, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. He's an, he's a quiet guy, but he's a nice guy. He's, yeah. he's really a nice guy. And he was an animated video production guy also. Yes. Really good with his animations. Yeah, we, he actually helped me out on animating some of the icons for the homepage mm-hmm. of the website. So we were able to work together on some of the projects, and we worked pretty well together. Yeah, I know you had a preference. See, when I had first met Jamie, I know he said that he liked to work individually, but he had the opportunity to work with somebody else, and so there was that team dynamic again, which was a a good thing for both of you, I believe. Yeah, like back in my grade school, I worked in the group. It was awful. Yeah. I I don't know if you have... Both of you have any kind of experience like that, but for me, it's well, there's oh, always good, and then, yeah. and then there's bad. I, I was in high school with you. Mine, mine <laughs> is all awful. It's like, yeah, so. Well, I always hope to change that so that yeah, somebody gets a positive experience, and then you, the person knows it's not that bad. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a breath of fresh air when I work with um, Anthony and other people in the in their intern group. Good, so that's good. Yeah. Okay, and. Since I know you've learned a lot through your internship, what do you think you would like to learn next, just for yourself? That's a good question, and I will answer that with this. Um, I was hoping to learn how to like, manage my time more, much better. So right now, I manage my time all right. I can manage how I can manage my work time. I can manage my um, design time. I can manage like um, my illustration time and. I can be able to get some real bit of free time here and there. I was hoping more to like once I get like more projects to work on, more illustrations, more um, graphic designs kind of stuff. I'm hoping to like not to get overloaded with work. Mm. So um, I I had that experience um, last fall um, when I was work I was not working at my job at the same time working on my portfolio and I was completely mess on. Like um, mentally and physically, because I only had like six hours of sleep for that week. So time (laughs) management, being a student and being able to learn how to manage your time, good thing. One of the things that I would do with the students is go, okay, there's 24 hours in a day. Subtract out your school time, your study time, your work time if you have a job. How much time you sleep, and then personal time, and then time for family and friends. That's what you have for your internship. Yeah. In this case, you know, portfolio was your, your schoolwork. So. Yeah, that was like my main thing to work on. I think that's like the only thing I need to work on for my at my school at the time. Is is still like a lot of work because I had to do like multiple projects at once, um, and I was a little bit behind on the portfolio because my last project, the surprise, it. It was like a last minute thing that I wanted to do. So, and that project took a lot of time because mm. I already knew I already knew that project will take a long time and I got to start from scratch. So, I worked my butt off to get it finished in around 2 to 3 weeks. And that's me working every night. It's, even after I finished working, I just go straight to my computer and work on that project. So I'll good. It turned out really good, like way better than I hoped. <laughs> so there's that. But uh, because of that, I was way behind on what I was wanted to like work on my, on my portfolio. So it's more everything is just crunch, 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 crunch. Mm. 
So um, you were more overlord in the fall, but what ways? I'm assuming you seem better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after like the whole week and turn and um believe and believe it or not, after I finished like with everything I need to do, I got really sick. Like my t- I'm like the left side, the right side, of my face was in pain because of my wisdom teeth. So um after the pain's gone, everything was like everything's gone. F- um, Mel House, it went. It went uh, a lot better than compared to like the last couple of months at a time. So after that, I was I tried to put myself together and try to re like um, I want to say like um, reimmerse myself into um, balancing my um, workflow and my portfolio workflow and. Time and try to make sure I had time to do personal stuff because when I was working on the portfolio, I I barely had time to do anything for myself. <laughs> so I think having like personal time is good when you're working on two big things. Well, I mean, one big thing and um, work. So that's something I need to work on. All right, and we're gonna switch gears real quick and talk about some great leaders. All right. All right, so who on a global level, local or state level, and personal level has influenced your life in a positive way? Okay, so um, I'm an artist. You all know that. So <laughs> I got to go back, like way, way back when, at my childhood. And um, I watch a lot of cartoons, like more than I should, really. <laughs> so, um, and the show that I love the most is um, two, actually, like, Fairy Parents and Danny Phantom. So, I want to say like my main, he, my um, leader or hero, for on a global scale is Bush Hartman, the creators of those two shows. Um, like the, the animation, the humor, the everything clicks. Everything clicks for me, and it makes me want to like draw. It it makes it better as during the commercial breaks and the, the for those shows. Um, there's actually like a segment for that uh, um, that Bush Hartman just takes like a time and show you how to draw his characters. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. yeah he hands drawn like he does do yes. this circle, circle, and then there yeah, you go. there's that, Timmy or there's Danny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like huge for me because at the time I had no direction. I had I got not much to like um, to express myself at the time, like. Um, Grade school was tough for me because I was there, like um, I didn't have much friends. I uh, I was a social outcast. Really, I'm still a social outcast. <laughs> no, you have friends here. <laughs> that's true. That is true. You're my friend, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. I don't know you like that, but we're friends. True. We're <laughs> friends. We're friends. Hey, my yeah. name is Jamie. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> okay, so yeah. yeah, so it was a tough time for me at school, and. Um, I was able to like be, thanks to Bush Hartman's and the segments and his shows. I was able to like find something to express myself, and um, I don't know. It's like thanks to him. I was I want I don't want to sound cheesy, but thanks to him, I I, I don't think I, I don't think I will be here like talking or do illustrations or be graphic designer or anything. I don't know. Was, uh, he was a huge ex- inspiration for me when I was younger, and he still is like. He still is like he had. Uh, he has a YouTube channel right now. Actually, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and he, his stuff is pretty good. Like, um, able to talk about um, his past shows, mm-hmm. do like crazy challenges. It's pretty fun. All right. So. And on a local or state level. 
Okay, so um, for a local level, um, I got to go to, like, back in high school. Like, um, um, well, I mean, in middle school, like, um, back when uh, well, I was about to finish up and go towards high school, I don't know, like, who I am. I don't know if who I am in the future will be, like, what I'm hoping for, stuff like that. You know, stuff like your kids think about when they're getting older. So, um, when high school started for me, I was part of a program. We have some guests that are coming in. Just so you know, it's going to be the next show, so we will be wrapping yeah. up here pretty soon. Hi, man. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Not much. Yeah. Just talking about my personal life. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so go ahead and finish So, up. yeah, I was, um, I was part of a program called um, AVID. It's pretty much like... Um, a school program where they prepare you for um, college and real life. And with that program, you'll be part of the AVID class, where pretty much you're going to have that class for the rest of your um, high school life, per to say, um, if you choose to like, move on to the program. So um, I was part, I was able to join in. I mean, I applied for it um, before high school, and I got in. So... The teacher, the person in charge of the my school avid, um, Brian Kanapka, my avid teacher, he was not what I expected as a teacher. Um, to put Brownlee like when I say, um, he dressed pretty much like a hippie. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Like tie, like those like funky shirts. He has long hair. He wears sandals. Mm-hmm. Like. I think he wears socks and sandals once. I don't. But remember. he was inspiring for you. Yes, like he, he's like the best teacher I ever had in my life. No offense. Yeah, we have literally like two minutes, so you'll have oh, to so, come okay. talk fast. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a huge information yeah. for me. He's, Truly, they're gonna be kicking. And on us a personal out level, just because I don't want to skip it. On a personal level, mm-hmm. um, I want, I want, I gotta cheat and say my whole entire family, especially my mother, um, they were really supportive. They able to. Um, let me um, fulfill my dream and um, able to chase it. Like, and I'm extremely grateful for um, their sacrifice. Their, they believe in me so much. And I, I got no words to express how deeply grateful I am. And I love them so much. Well, I know we have to wrap up. We have to get out the door. So this is Isabella. This is Duran. Find us on Facebook, all our social channels. And thank you for our followers. All right, thank you for listening to the Intern Whisperer Live. Mm-hmm.